Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He's the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church, and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your heart to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Tell somebody not my will, but I will be done. So today I'm preaching about not my will, but I will be done. Now, Judges chapter 13, verse 3, quickly. Judges 13, verse 3. Now, please, everybody should take note of what I'm going to talk to you about today. It's very important. Uh-huh. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, uh-huh. Even though you have been unable to have children, uh-huh. you will soon become pregnant. Even, now, please, take note of this part. An angel appeared to Samson's mother before Samson was born. And the angel spoke to, an angel will appear to somebody here. An angel will appear to somebody here. An angel will appear to somebody here. In the name of Jesus. When angels appear, whatever that looked impossible becomes possible. They have power to break chains. So you realize that when an angel appeared to Samson's mother, before that she was barren, and a barren person, barrenness means you can't give birth. No matter the sexual styles you have, you can't give birth. It's not the position, it's God. <laughs> Say it is the Lord. So the angel appeared, now read it, let me preach, and let's go. Uh-huh. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, even though you have been unable to have children, even though you've tried everything possible to have children, you will soon become pregnant. You will soon become pregnant. So the angel said, even though you are barren and you have not been able to become pregnant, but you will soon become pregnant. Uh-huh. And give birth to a son. And you will give birth to a son. You must not drink wine or anything. Now, the angel is now revealing the will of God for Samson's life. So even before Samson was born, even before Samson's mother and father thought of having sex, God had already planned the life of Samson. And not just planned the life of something. God has planned the kind of life he's expecting the unborn child to live. So that simply means that before you were formed and before you were born, just like Samson, God has a prescribed life you must live. Wow. I, I'm not preaching. It's like today you didn't come to church. No, 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 no. I, I'm going. Am I preaching? Look at somebody say, before you were formed. Now, now you realize that the angel said, even though you have been unable, to, that means that you've tried everything possible. She was not pregnant before. Hello? So that simply means that even Manoah didn't know when he was going to impregnate the wife. So the angel said to Manoah's uh, wife that even though you are not pregnant, even though your husband has not even made any advance to even have sex with you, but I am here to reveal to you the mind of God before the baby comes. So that simply means that as you are here, before you came and before your father even thought of proposing to your mother, 
God had already planned your life. Now, is it not a wonderful God? Yeah. Is it not a wonderful God? Before your father was even born, God knew you would be born. And even before that, God planned your life. Hey. I want to worship this God forever. And the angel came and said, now angels are messengers. Angels are messengers. So that means that God rather gave the message of something to an angel to be communicated to Samson's mother. And when Samson's mother got the message, Samson's mother also became an angel to Samson's father. Hey! So from God to an angel, from an angel to the mother, from the mother to the father, from the father to Samson. Hey! So some of you, eh, as I'm talking to you, in the next 15 years of your life, God already knows. He knows. Now look at what the angel said. Now this is what must be done to the child. You must not drink wine or any the, other alcohol. So now, the angel was telling Samson's mother that this baby coming to you, you know, he's, he's so special to the point that you are not permitted to drink any strong wine because of the baby. Read it. You must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink uh -huh. or eat any forbidden food. So the mother is not supposed to eat any wine because of the baby. Now let me ask a question. If a mother who carries a baby is not permitted to drink wine, is the baby permitted to drink? Continue. You will become pregnant. You will become pregnant. And give birth to a Can son. Can I prophesy to somebody? Now an angel appeared to Samson's mother. And probably all that they were thinking about was, oh, so are we going to be barren forever? But an angel appeared with a better news. And the angel said, she will be pregnant. Can I say to this time, I prophesy whatever you could not do before. You may be coming from a poor family, but as your amen will turn out, there is a turn around. Amen. There is a turn around. Now, before the angel came, she was barren. When the angel left, she became pregnant. Say before and after. So that simply means that before you go to know God, you were a poor person. But after knowing God, there must be a change. There must be a change. Maybe probably before you came to service, there was no money, there was no food. It's that like you were not okay. But after this service, let something supernatural happen to you. I don't like your amen at all. After today, something supernatural is happening to somebody today. Some reports are changing today. Some reports are changing today. A lady sent me a message today. She said, man of God, you remember, Kate, where is Kate? You have a friend in Accra. You used to connect her to Zoom. And she said, you remember her? She said, for 17 years, I used to have asthma. But after she connected me to the Zoom, the asthma has disappeared. Look at somebody say before and after. So before she had asthma, but after her encounter with God, the asthma disappeared. So before the angel came, Manuel's wife was barren. But after the angelic encounter, the barrenness turned around. After this encounter, your life is turning around. I say your life is turning around. Your life is turning around in the name of Jesus. Listen, some of you are here, you know the background you're coming from. You better shout an amen. Because no anger can bring you out of poverty. It is God. 
Look at the angel said, you have been unable means you have tried everything possible to keep them, but you have no So your mother have tried many business, but nothing is working. But if you lift up your hands and with your face shout an amen, God is turning the story around. God is turning the story around. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at somebody. And you remember on Saturday, God located a niche. Somebody said their father has three cars. None of them is working. Three cars. But today, because you have stepped on these holy grounds, an angel is working on that case. In the name of Jesus. Continue. So now the angel is now revealing the plans of God concerning the unborn child. So imagine something is not yet born, but God is now telling the kind of life the guy must live. It should tell us that even before we were born, God has an expectation of how we must live towards him. Read it. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son, uh-huh. and his hair must never be cut, uh-huh. for he will be dedicated to God uh-huh. as a Nazarite from birth. Uh-huh. He will rescue Israel from the Philistines. So, listen, something is not your born, but God is foretelling that, oh, he is not your born, oh, he, listen, not, I mean, not something, Papa, I mean, I mean, but God is telling them in advance the kind of person they are going to give birth to. And when they give birth to him, this is the kind of life the guy is going to live. So when something lands on earth, he has no option but to live the kind of life God wants him to live. That's why today I'm talking to you about not my, but thy, thy will simply miss thy plans. Before something was born, God had already planned his life. I'm telling you. But the reason why sometimes some of us are born by God but we may not live to see the purposes of God in our lives because sometimes when you are born, you, when you begin to see certain things, we ought to reject what God has for us for what God has not prepared for us. Read it. The woman ran and told her husband, uh-huh. a man of God appeared to me. Uh-huh. He was like one of God's angels. Wow. Terrifying to look at. Wow. I didn't ask where he was from. And he didn't tell me his name. But he told me, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son. Wow. You must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink or eat any forbidden food. For your son will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from the moment his birth wow. until the day of his death. From the moment of his what? Birth. So God already planned the birth and the death. It, even though something had not yet arrived, his history was revealed. So before Joseph's mother and father thought of even having sex, your I can't plan on life, even who you are supposed to marry. Yeah. And every one of us, now look at this. The Bible says he shall be a Nazarite unto the Lord, and he shall deliver. That means that God was meant to be great. Now, in the mind of God, before you were formed, now because he's a mighty God, he does not create smaller things. So as you are sitting down here, never let what you are coming from to dictate what God has made you. Amen. <laughs> Can I say this? Samson's mother was barren. But when Samson came, he set the records. So you are the Samson God is bringing in that family. I don't like amen at all. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Tell somebody, God has a plan for my life. Oh, look at somebody say, God has a plan. Don't look down upon me. 
you're not prophesying well at all is it not wonderful that before you come to campus your result is already there the first class is already there hey! before the guy thinks of proposing you knew that he will come cry I don't know why some ladies should be worried about will he propose will he marry me if you truly know the word of God you know that the day will come the guy will take you out around the sea and as you are walking come let's walk together as we are walking we will take the lead keep going and hey! so she listen before she was formed and before she was born God had already planned how the guy should even propose but that plan may not come to pass if you don't talk to God yeah. Yeah. God has a plan Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 uh -huh. for I know the plans I have Wait, for you for I know the plans I have for so before you were formed and born and God has a plan am I preaching listen me woman I just said and then you have a plan no it's an okay and come at it because I know the plans God has for me it is a plan to prosper me it is a plan to make me marry the best woman yeah. do you know why you should be confident that your marriage will not fail because God does not plan failed marriages I thought it's a good place to clap <laughs> it's God a bad planner it's God a bad planner why is your relationship failing? Because it is not God's plan for you. It's God a poor God. Am I preaching? Let me tell you, God has a plan for you. So man of God, how do I make this plan come to pass? Keep coming to God. He is the architect for your life. Yeah. yeah. Look at Peter. Peter was a fisherman. And in the area, he was the best fisherman. And Obiano pa, no be a boy. So Peter the fisherman said, Yeah, yeah. But one day, I said, One day, Jesus was walking with the plants in his pocket. He met Peter. Said, Ah, no, 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 no. He checked the register. Peter, ah, you are not meant to be a fisherman. Peter, you have wasted your years. And Peter said, Mehu. He said, how? He said, you are an apostle. But he said, how can I be an apostle? I'm a fisherman. And Jesus said, just follow me. So one major way you can see the will of God for your life is to begin to follow God. As you are following, you will see the will of God. Yeah. Many people are messing up their life because they have not started following God. When you make a journey with God, it reveals the power of God to you. Nobody ever messes out in life when the person decides to follow God. He said, just follow me, Peter. As you follow me, I will make you. As you follow me, I will make you. I will make, listen, God has power. Now let me say this. God has power to restore you back if you surrender to him. Many of you may have lived your life according to your will, but the moment you make a huge turn, God will go into your past. 
and correct the mistakes. Come into your future, begin to adjust you, and now direct you to your future. Read it again, let's close. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for Wait, disaster. I know the plans I have for. Please say this to yourself. God has a plan for me. God has a plan for me. Can I say this? The witch in your family can't distort the plans for God for your life. Hey, never think now. Can I say this? Can I do a factory reset on your brains? No witch can kill you. I said, no witch can kill you. If you follow God with any genuine follower of God becomes God's own property. And if God is the overseer of you as a property, angels are the ones to guide you. Angels are your security men. So whilst you are asleep, an angel is with a sword. But you see, angels can't come around people who are living their own life. No, 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 no. That's why I said, for you to see the will and the plan of God for you to come. Now that's why I said, not my, but thy. That is not my plans. Anyone who desires to have the blessings of God, who desires to walk in the perfect plan of God, must desire to become a follower of God. Yes. You can't live as you want and expect God to be your protector. No, 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 no. Now, look at how God spoke about Samson. But look at how he ended. Does it look like how God spoke in the beginning? Do you know why? Along the line, the instruction God gave Samson concerning his future plans, Samson did not follow what was instructed to him. The Bible declares that he was instructed that a razor blade should not touch his hair. But along the line, the razor blade touched his hair and he lost. So when the razor blade touched the hair, he fell out of the will of God. And the people he was meant to conquer, conquered him. So sometimes the enemy we are meant to conquer has a power to conquer us. Why? Anyone who falls out of the will of God falls into Satan. So how do we fall out of the will of God? We fall out of the will of God when we begin to live a life we want. When we go where we want. When we do what we want. But now, now the Bible declares that your body is the temple of God. So why if you know your body is the temple of God and God is telling you not to fornicate, why are you fornicating? So though God has made you great, but you may not see the greatness when you do what you want. So before Samson was formed and born, God had already planned the life of Samson and God went ahead to prescribe the kind of life Samson must live. And God said, if something begins to walk in this path, I, God, I will ensure that you have a good end. So one thing I want to say is that God is committed to those who are obedient. No witch can waste your life as far as you are in the perfect will of God. I'm telling the truth. No family altar can destroy your destiny. I'm telling you. No wizard can touch your life anyhow. Why? You are a follower of God. Because when Daniel was, when Daniel decided to obey God rather than the king, when he was thrown into the lions, what did God do? God sent a special angel. So God will be sending special angels to his special servants. Yeah. Anyone who decides to become a follower of Jesus Christ, heaven is committed to protect you. 
when you decide not to live according to your own will, when you decide not to live according to your own plans, when you decide not to go to where you want to go, sometimes your body wants to have sex, but does God want you to have sex? Sometimes your body wants you to clap, but does God got it. You see, anything which does not, now fellowship simply means having the same interest. Anything you know God is not in support should not be found in your life. And the moment we see these things in your life, you will see God planning your life to become a better life. Am I talking to somebody? Tell somebody, not my will, but I will be done, Lord. As I look at some of you, if you knew what God has planned for you, you wouldn't go into certain things now. If you know where God wants to take you, you wouldn't involve yourself in certain conversations. I'm telling you. The reason why sometimes we waste our life, we go places, and later on, when we look back, some of us, our parents wish never to have done certain things when we were young. Your greatest advantage in life is when you are young. Because when you are young, you can turn your life where you want to go to. But the moment you grow, you can't come back. But when you are down, you can go up. But no one, but nobody up can go down. Do you know why? We grow up, we don't grow down. But if you don't take care, the decisions you make growing up can become permanent in your life. And that is why as we are here, we are not supposed to live as we want. We are supposed to live as God has planned our life. God has planned your life. You can't be having sex with somebody God has not legally blessed. You can't. Adam and Eve don't eat the fruit. Yes, Satan appeared and said, you can eat the fruit. God told them, if you want to be my people, don't touch this fruit. If you want to have my presence, don't touch this. If you want me to be with you, don't do this. Many of us want us to have God and have the world. No, you can't do that. And like Samson, God has planned your life. Look at what he said in Jeremiah. Uh -huh. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you. I know. I know. And God is the one talking here. He said, I know the plans. You are planning to build. But maybe probably God is planning for somebody to dash you the house. You are building your He I'm telling you, you are planning to build. God knows. But how can God's plan come to pass? My brother here is an architect. Imagine I ask him to draw for me. But if I don't go to him for the plan, can I know what I'm, I'm going to build? So some of us want to build, but we are not building according to the plan. The architect, the main architect. It will be we know what's there. So some of you in the realms of the spirit, this is how you are working. Because you are not working in the plans of God. But the moment you make a U turn, this is how you walk. I see you walking straight after today. I'll read it, let's close. For I know the plans I have for you, uh, declares the Lord. Declares the Lord. Plan, plans to prosper you and now, not now, God is now revealing the plans he has for you and I. And he said, I know the plans I have for Pepe. I know the plans I have for Desmond. I know the plans I have for Josie. And these are the plans I got, I have in place. Number one, I have a plan to prosper Josie. So before Josie thinks of prospering, God has already planned her prosperity. After God. This is how it is. It's like you are planning to pay your school fees. And Umar said, now you're there. Like your mother missed you on the roadside. And so, like, 
and your mother's life. Then I am one. Man, me to my dear cut. I go to my school visit. But Jimmy, me to school visit no. Oh man, I'm one guy. So Obaka said, "So we are busame." If we don't ask God, we may end up stressing our life. We may end up. This is the plan of God. Number one, to do what? Prosper you. He said, "I know the plans." Read, read it. For I know the plans I have for you. Uh -huh. Declares the Lord. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans to. So number one, it is God's intention for everybody to become prosperous. Too late must become a prosperous who. So number one, God has a plan to prosper you. Write it. Write it. If poverty mentality comes and you place it, when you are reading your when you are flipping through, when you see it, you say, no, 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 no. According to Jeremiah 29, verse 11, God has a plan to prosper Felicia. Yeah, God has a plan. You may be coming from a poor background, but when you look into the plan of God, you are encouraged because God has prophesied that He has a plan to prosper you. Shout the loud and clear. God has a plan. I don't like the way you are saying it. To prosper me. So I shall never be poor. Say, I will never be poor. Uh -huh. So, plans to prosper, number two. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Uh, so, number two, plan of God is to deliver you from harm. Yeah. So, number one, He prospers you. Number two, He delivers you from what? What will harm you? When you become a follower of the will of God, if you decide to let go of your will, your plans, and you allow God's will for your life to come to pass, that is when you begin to see number one prosperity. So what you should have begged for, it will bang towards you. It will be knocking on the door. Then that iPhone you have, been, you have been praying for, when you begin to follow God, someone will say, ah, I just feel like giving you iPhone 40. Receive iPhone 40. All those say you didn't come to church. Father, receive a better phone. I have a special angel. When I talk, they move. One day, I was thinking of getting a land. And one day I was with Papa Elvis. And I had 500 Ghana cities. And when we were talking, the presence of God entered the room. And he said, my son kneeled down. And I knelt down. And he was praying for me. And I emptied my pocket. Some few weeks, I had a plan to get a land. No, no, God had already planned somebody to touch me a land. Wow. For free. For free. Because God is the owner of everything. God is the owner of everything, including human beings. The people you are praying for God to use them to bless you. He's the owner of them. When you live well, and it pleases God, he can touch their heart for you. That's what the Bible says. If a man's way pleases the Lord, he will even make his enemies. So God is the one who can make your enemies be at peace when you live to please him. So your major assignment is to ensure that your ways will please God. The things you listen to please God. How can you be listening to worldly songs? It was run up. I just want to be where you are. Then in the afternoon, what is it? Or you get? Or baby, to be said, you have been one hour. Who prepared? Ah, ah. 
Make our oil quarrister. Quarrister. Quarrister in the room of the excellent young. Then I got to me How many of you want the plan of God to come to pass in your life? You want God to prosper you. You want God to deliver you from harm. When Nebuchadnezzar wanted to harm Daniel, God sent an angel. How many of you want God to be sending you angels often? Then let go of your way. The way you are living. Some of you, the way we live secretly, it is bad. And that is why anytime evil is about to happen, God can intervene. Do you know why? You have not created an atmosphere for God to always come. So when the book of Nisa threw Daniel to the lion's den. Now, let me say this. Daniel was not the only one who has been to the lion's den before. Other people have been there before. But when he got to Daniel's den, then the book of Nisa woke up in the morning and said, Daniel, all servant of the Most High, has the Lord thy God yourself continually? Has he sent an angel? And, the book, and, and Daniel in the lion's den. And you're a lion, you down. Lion too. Lion, lion, why? Lion, why? Lion, why? Lion, why? So, whilst the king was thinking lions are chewing the young man, hey, hey, <laughs> lion, wait, one morning, <laughs> say, hi. So, whilst the angels, whilst the king and the other people were thinking that, oh, by this time, the guy, you are born in Nompim. Once they were thinking that the guy was dead, the guy was playing with the lions. Do you know why? The ways of Daniel pleased God. And as a result of that, God delivered him from being harmed. If you can separate yourself from bad things, how can I, me, look at this handsome guy. Do I, handsome guy. Hey. Hey. Imagine me dancing at the club. Abba. Imagine me saying, But I will sing to my God. Wise and handsome guys do not dance at the club. They are always dancing in church. They are the David's generation. David was a king, but he was not in there. My God. <laughs> That place. David was not at the club. He will always dance in the morning. The Bible says seven times in the day David will be praising God. David the king. Unya assemblyman. Papa panya assemblyman. O class captain unya bida. O unya assemblyman. Unya class captain da. Daniel. Oko Daniel ho ehi ya antwa mau. Campano vasia ya antwa mau. Cleaning prefect. But after today, your story said. What do you think? So, number one, God has a plan to prosper you. Number two, God has a plan to deliver you from harm. So, that means if anybody wants to harm you, touch you, any witch, if you begin to live a life that is according to the will of God, whilst you are asleep, angels will be ministering for you. One say, somebody wants to chew you and I need to be guiding your bed. Try to attack me behind. Like, am I talking to somebody? Like Daniel, the lions wanted to chew him and an angel appeared. 
So try to chew me. So in the realms of the spirit, this is what is happening. If a man's way pleases the Lord, God will send angels to deliver you. After today, God will send angels to deliver you. God will send angels to deliver you. You will not die in an accident. You are coming out of accident. You will not die by sickness. You will not die through poverty. Say, my God will deliver me. The last point. Plans to give you hope. Wow. So, hope for the... So that simply means that if you are coming from a bad background, the moment you begin to follow God, there is this hope that story will change. It doesn't matter the story of your background. It doesn't matter your father is a poor man, your mother is a poor man. Jesus' father was a carpenter, but his life was not limited to carpentry. So it doesn't matter where you are coming from. God has a better plan. Tell somebody, I am not what you think I am. I am what God says I am. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. Now say man be bring him to. Cause me preach can you are seeing about it. God has a plan. Hey, God, you know that the lady you've been dreaming about her. God has a a, a precious one. I'm telling you. The one went before you get home, she has already cooked the soup. And even when you are tired, she will carry to the bathhouse. I see me rats and And to the ladies, can I prophesy for you? Your husband will love you, he will take care of you. Because in the mind of God, Adam must have the world in order to make Eve comfortable. So before Eve came, God gave the world to Adam. So that when, when Eve comes, Eve will not say anything. So that simply means that God will always ensure that your man is comfortable before he marries. Receive that blessing today. Tell somebody, I have hope for the future. Because God has the plan for my future. Uh-huh. Plans hey. to prosper you, not to harm you, and then plans to give you hope in uh-huh. the future. Uh-huh. Then you will call on me and I and come and pray to me, uh-huh. and I will listen to you. Wow! So if you want to know the plans of God, you must call on Him. Lord, what do you have for me? Now I'm in the university, Lord. After the university, what do you want me to do? Then you start praying. That's why we pray all the time. You know why? Anytime we pray all the time, we are peeping in the world. Now this is the will of God. Prayer means you are being given permission to see what God has for you. And the more you see, the more you live according to what you have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that Mary's life changed when an angel appeared and said, Mary, 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 Mary. Coconut on a jai. Nanyame wa plans for mouth. Tell somebody, not my will, oh God. So that, uh, how many of you know that? What do you know what you That means what? What? Some of you, listen, it is good to plan. That's what the Bible says. Let me quote one scripture. Now, Luke chapter 14, verse 42. How many of you are now realizing, even though God has a plan for you, but you must live in a way. Not your will, but his will. Hey, Luke chapter 22, verse 42. 22, 42. Say 22, 42. Because it's you. Now, there are some young men who are thinking, will I prosper? Will I do well? As I'm looking at you, eh? Stop thinking and start pursuing God. The moment you start pursuing God, He starts revealing His plans to you. Yeah. 
And do you know that if you don't pursue God, you may end up in a certain occupation that is not even the will of God for your life. Like Peter. He is meant to be a great apostle. But he was a great fisherman. But Jesus said one thing. In order to see my will, follow me. And the moment he kept following, Acts chapter 4 verse 13. And the Bible said when they saw Peter and the, the eloquence, the appearance of Peter. Huh? They said, Peter, but we know you to be a fisherman. How come you are talking like a lady? How come? He said, Chile, I found out the will of God for my life and my life has changed. Ah. Uh, Luke chapter 22 verse 42. Now everyone listen to Jesus, the great man ever lived. And then we close. Uh-huh. Father, Father, if you are willing, uh-huh. take this cup from me. Uh-huh. Yet not my will. Yet not my That means yet not as I want. Uh-huh. But your will be. But done. your will be. It was a prayer you was praying. Lord, I love this guy. But if it is not your will, may we not marry. Because anybody who marries outside the will of God marries Satan. Yes, because in the will of God is what we call peace, joy, happiness. So don't just fall in love, fall in the will of God. Why am I saying this? Anything which is not planned by God will not be protected by God. So before, listen, that's what the Bible says, it is good for a man to plan, but it is only the counsel of God that will stand. So you can plan the business, but after planning, take it before God. So plan your life. After planning your life, say, Lord, this is what I have planned. I don't know whether the things are planned, whether it goes in alignment with your will. But as I'm praying, if there is anything I have written here which does not align to what you have written there, erase it by your power. Yes. There are some of you, you may not travel abroad, but you'll be living in abroad. Do you know what it means? Anything you need abroad, God can provide you here. Imagine Jonah in the fish belly, and yet he was still not hungry. The Bible never recorded that he was hungry there. He spent three days, but there was no hunger. Do you know what? That three days in the belly of the like three in the presence of God. Why? Because even in the fish belly, he was praying to God. And any man of prayer is a man of the presence. So he created an atmosphere in the belly of the fish. So even when the people who threw him in the water thought he had died, he was enjoying the presence of God. Tell somebody the will of God. God has a perfect mind, Emmanuel. God has a willow. Don't plan without asking God. Some of us, when we plan and we crash, then after we have crashed, that is when we begin. Hey, interrupted. Now, oh, your mafia power. Now, I'm going to say, Boy, I'm going to say, Business, who do you say? I don't say, Yeah, you might. Now, I am. I'm going to talk about it. So, some of us, we blame God for things we did not ask God for. Lift up your hands and talk to God. Julie, are you getting me? Don't fall in love with that boy. But beyond the money, there is distraction. If God is not involved. Talk to God that, Lord, I have many plans, but today I realize that not my plans. I can't hear you. Proverbs chapter, come and read. Come, 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 run, run. Now, I will listen to this as we close. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1. We can make our own plans, uh-huh. but the Lord gives Say the but. We can make our own plans, but. But the Lord gives the right answer. Read the second verse. 
verse 2. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Read verse 3. Verse 3. Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Commit your actions to the and your plans will. Yes. How many of you have been blessed today? So before you came, God had already planned your life. Like Samson. And do you know, before Samson came, God had already told Samson, don't touch your hair, don't drink this. So some of you, before you came, God had already commanded us, don't fornicate, don't clap, don't do this. These are commanded things. When you commit yourself to them, you will see the plans of God for your life come to pass. And Jesus, when he came, he lived to please God, not man. When you want to please God, men will be offended, but at the end, God will prosper you. Lift up hands and talk to God. You are a young girl, you want to become great, God has a plan for your life. Now, if I were you, in the next one minute, talk to God, Lord, not my will, but I will be done. Lord, if it was left for me, I would have loved to travel, but Lord, do you want me to travel? Do you want me to travel? Do you want me to do this business? If it is not your will, Lord, deliver me. Pray, pray, pray. I can't hear you, church. Not my will, but thy will be done. Not my ways, but your will be done. Lord, I have many plans, but today I commit my plans to you. Lord, I have many agenda. I co come and talk to God for the next two minutes. Talk to God. Lord, I, I know I am coming from this background, but I know you have a better future. I know you have a better plan as I pray. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, close your eyes. If you are here and you are not serious in your work with God, you realize that you have made your own plans, but you have not really asked God for his plans concerning your life. And you really, really want to leave and please God. Give me a wave, I want to pray for you. You realize that you are far from God. You are far from God. You realize that you are far from God. And you want the will and the plans he said, the plans I have for you is to prosper you. He said, the plans I have for you is to deliver you from harm. He said, the plans I have for you is to give you hope. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. I want to pray for you. So that when you come closer to God, he will show you his plans. Yes. God has a plan. As you are looking at me, I'm living in the plan of God. And any man who finds himself in the plan of God, God supplies you grace. All those in front of me. Just close your eyes and say, Father, I have come to realize through your word that my will is not your will. And today, I, I submit my life to you. May your will be done in the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, forgive my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Wash me with your blood. Today, I, mention your full name, I dedicate my life to you. From today, let your will be done in Jesus name Amen clap your hands for Jesus God bless you for listening to this message may your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant Pastor Charles Inyaba connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles